0: Thursday morning broadcast, JM in the AM. Well, it's no secret one of the greatest fighters for Israel is Amort Klein, the national president of the ZOA, the Zionist Organization of America. And essentially, as I've been saying on the air, for about the last three weeks, since June the 1st, uh, when President uh, Trump signed the waiver, I have been very anxious to get Mort Klein's reaction to this. Maybe he can give us some advice of how the pro-israel community should be reacting to this latest development from the white house and finally we pulled the trigger yesterday and uh, asked mort to join us to discuss this and uh, other topics regarding uh, israel and its relationship with the united states mort klein national president zoa welcome back to jm and the a.m
1: well, Nachem, it's uh, great to be with you and your very important audience. I'm so glad to be able to speak to the people who will listen to you every day.
0: I appreciate that very much. Well, it's been three weeks, Mort. Uh, you know, h- how do the pro-Israel people react? Should we keep a positive outlook? Should we be really down on the President of the United States? What do you think of the embassy decision?
1: Well, look, uh, <laughs> uh, Dianne Feinstein, <laughs> uh, under the urging of her top aide then, Dan Shapiro, who was was the recent Ambassador to Israel, (laughs) put in this waiver clause uh, that the uh, the United States doesn't have to move if they claim it's a security problem. (laughs) By not moving it because of threats of terrorism and terrorism, you only encourage more terrorism and say terrorism pays. (laughs) Uh, We can never allow Islamic terrorism threats or Islamic terrorism to determine policy. This was a terrible mistake.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> we should have made it clear Trump should have made it clear. Uh, Jerusalem is off the table don 't even think about it because it 's not going to happen because if that becomes a sticking point, there 'll never be uh, uh, any sort of resolution. So I think this was a, 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 an awful mistake he made and uh, <laughs> there's other uh, deep concerns, frankly. Uh, the administration is reviewing
2: <laughs>
1: the general John Allen plan, which was a guy who worked for Obama. <laughs> Uh, uh, along with Colonel Chris Bauman together presented this plan to Obama. Chris Bauman now works for Trump. He's in the National Security Council. A very big mistake to have him there. What is the plan? (laughs) Very simply, Israel to go back to the 67 armistice lines Uh, uh, except for modification for the Jewish communities in Judea and Samaria, the larger communities, and have the IDF leave Judea and Samaria, and have American troops or other troops there uh, to offer security, which would be a terribly uh, dangerous situation. The plan also means giving up the Jordan Valley, uh, which would be uh, really an impossible security situation (laughs) if Israel were to do that. So I'm very worried about what is going on now, and uh, I've made that clear to the administration myself.
0: Mort Klein with us. He is national president of ZOA. Let me go back for a moment to the embassy issue. If in fact, and, and you privately, uh, I know, have expressed that there's still hope, that you do think that at some point in the Trump administration there could be an embassy move. If he is, in fact, surrounded by he and those who you just described, wouldn't that make it almost impossible to believe?
1: No, I happen to know uh, from inside that that, uh, Donald Trump very much wants to move the embassy, and he's strongly supported, by the way, by Steve Bannon and Sebastian Gorka, Mm. two people that the far left of the Jewish community have have vilified absurdly. They're such great friends. So he does want to move the embassy. (laughs) I'm sure he will move it before the end of his term. I feel absolutely certain, uh, and there have reasons I can't say in the air why I know that to be true.
0: Mort Klein is with us. All right, so now on the bigger issue, which you just raised, which is is somewhat scary, as you just described, uh, some of the items that could be included in U.S. demands in a peace process. I mean, where do we go from here? We know that the prime minister has essentially played the game. I don't love that term, but we'll use it for now. Played the game pretty well, uh, continuing to express Israel's desire for peace, certainly being cordial and more to the president when he arrived in Israel etc cetera, etc cetera. plus i know this week there are advisors from the white house who are traveling in israel i assume with the peace process in mind how far do you think this can go if the, if washington at this point is you know has a reputation as being a friend of israel uh, could could it turn very quickly
1: <laughs> well if they're going to be promoting as is possible some of the same policies that obama was promoting <laughs> Uh, 67 lines, lines with some uh, minor modifications, uh, this can never, uh, ever work. Israel can never agree to that. Right. And what Israel should be doing, frankly, <laughs> is two, they should be saying three things. One, we can't negotiate until they get rid of the law that says they will pay salaries to the families of Jew killers, uh, and the more Jews they kill, the bigger the salary, until they, they in a written statement, commit to changing the textbooks, the Palestinian-Arab textbooks, which promote murder and violence against Jews, and to write in a written statement they're going to rescind the names of schools, streets, and sports teams. They're named after Jew killers, glorifying them. <laughs> and uh, Israel and the U.S. Must, commit, must demand a commitment to have nothing to do with Hamas. The PA now has an alliance with Hamas, however soft. And and the third thing they must demand is refugees is off the table. <laughs> and and I have to say,
2: <laughs>
1: the Jewish communal world and Netanyahu must make it clear that there's no occupation. This is a terrible word that's used, and it's not true. Israel's given away 40% of Judean Samaria, 100% of Gaza. That's where 99% of the Arabs live. They have their own parliament, schools, textbooks, newspapers, radio and TV businesses, police force, they run everything except security because there's still terrorists there evolving to come into Israel to murder. So occupation is a total lie. There was never an, uh, an Arab state in Judea and Samaria, uh, and they never legally occupied it.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: the second thing, <laughs> the Jewish world, which is not doing so, and, and, and Israeli officials, which are not doing so, is to make it clear to the world that, and no one has said this publicly except Ziaway, <laughs> Jerusalem is not holy to Muslims. It's never been the capital of any other nation except Israel. Uh, uh, The majority of people living in in Jerusalem since the mid-1800s have been Jews. The majority has been Jews. Our Jewish holy books mention uh, Jerusalem 700 times. It's never in the Koran. And you notice it's called Palestine. That's a Roman name. Why is not it an Arab name if this is an Arab uh, sovereign territory? Mm. (laughs) In fact, Arabs can't even pronounce the word P. It's not their name, uh, and we have to make it clear, Jerusalem off the table because it's not holy to you. And what about the fact, why is it called the Temple Mount, not the Mosque Mount? Because our Jewish temples were there. The Mosque was built there to show superiority, they built it on top of the te- of the Jewish temples. We have to make it clear Jerusalem's off the table. It's not holy to you. This is one of the great Orwellian lies, along with the great Orwellian lie that there's an occupation when the Arabs control their own lives
0: except for security. Mort Klein, National President, ZOA. Uh, There's probably nobody better at communicating these messages to Washington, to Jerusalem. It's amazing how you're always at the forefront in a clear manner, uh, telling both cities and, and both administrations uh, the way they should be thinking regarding Israel uh, could you give a word of encouragement and advice to those who are listening right now who want to be more involved who who would like to e- to email to use social media uh, to be to be in touch with the administrations and, and explain to everybody why it's so important that everybody take that role and do so
1: Yes, well, they can learn more about these issues that you and I have just discussed if they go to our website, ZOA.org, ZOA.org. We have new material every week. (laughs) And it's important to write one or two sentence letters to your congressmen or senators uh, about these issues, about the danger of establishing a Palestinian Arab terrorist state. (laughs) Uh, But I think Trump is committed to doing the right thing, but it's important for Israel and the Jewish communal world to be strong and tell the truth of the Arab-Islamic war against Israel. You know, only yesterday we had another Muslim stab a policeman in the neck in Detroit. It was on page 16 of Today's New York Times. So Uh, This is a very serious issue that the Arab-Islamic world uh, does not uh, certainly does not want peace with Israel. They want Israel gone. We have to make it clear that we stand strongly behind them and stop this nonsense of uh, condemning a a non-existing occupation and acting as if there was a Palestinian-Arab state there. Uh, We can't allow a state. It'll be a terrorist state. It'll be Hamas, Iraq, and Libya, and Syria on Israel's longest border. That's what a Palestinian state will be, and we have to... uh, Make it clear to our our representatives and our Jewish leaders to speak out against such a thing. Stop using this term, two-state solution. It's only a formula for having a a terrorist entity on Israel's longest border. It'll make things worse, not better.
0: The website is zoa.org. Again, zoa.org. Mort Klein is national president of the Zionist Organization of America. And the headline from this conversation certainly is that uh, Mort Klein, who... Uh, knows uh, more than most about what's going on in Washington, does feel at some point during this administration there will be an embassy move and it'll head to Jerusalem. We're now six months into the new administration, and so far on that issue we are disappointed. Mort, thank you so much for joining us and for uh, giving us some insight. It's much appreciated.
1: Thanks for having me, uh, Nahum.
0: Plenty more coming up. It's Thursday, and this is JM in the AM.